and welcome into a new episode of Weekly Fantasy Basketball. I'm your host, Ian Garfinkel, and today, as promised last episode, we have a waiver wire, but at the end, we also have five places Andre Drummond could get traded to. Number one with our waiver wire, here's a bit of spoiler alert. One of the places Andre Drummond could get traded to is the Charlotte Hornets. And why I'm saying telling you that telling you guys that now <clears throat> is because number one is Cody Zeller. Um with if Andre Drummond gets traded to Charlotte, then he's probably worth dropping. Unless he's included in that trade. But based based on the report that I read, I'm not I don't think that's gonna happen. At the moment, he's a pretty solid power forward forward center for fantasy. Nice points, rebounds, high field goal percentage, not many turnovers, and sometimes some blocks. So definitely worth rostering. Next is Hamadou Diallo. He, for his size, he's actually getting a lot of rebounds. He can definitely jump high enough, as we saw he won the dunk contest. His numbers can be inconsistent, but he is definitely worth rostering to me. Next up, we have Sadiq Bey. So he got off to a slow start, not exactly what the Pistons wanted, but lately he's been playing pretty good. He had 30 points and 12 rebounds, and then 16 points, 4 rebounds, 6 assists, and 3 steals. If his, if his numbers stay consistent, then not only is he worth having on having on your roster now, but he would be worth starting. Next, um... Is Kendrick Nunn? He he has been inconsistent, really, but his scoring steals and t- sometimes rebounds are just too good to ignore. Eric Spoelstra, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but hopefully I am, is really inconsistent about Nunn's minutes. He one time missed a three game span. I'm pretty sure I already said that just to did not play and then played over 30 the next game. But his minutes, as you can look at his recent games, they're getting more and more consistent. So that's that's a big improvement actually. And then also if he's worth if you need it, he's worth starting, but until until he gets more consistent about his scoring and all, then I'd say the bench is the best place for him at the moment. And next, this is kind of a shocker, is Josh Jackson. He was he was one of my really really early pickups uh, as the very first episode of this podcast and then i said you can drop him but he it looks it really looks like he has found his place on the pistons um he's been he's been playing decent minutes he had he's been pretty consistent and his the rest is the rest is just not much to say it's just look at his numbers that says it all um, he really, I mean, not much to say about this guy. Just pick him up. If you don't believe me, then look at his numbers. His, he recently, 20, 21 and 3, 28 and 8, 18 and 8. I mean, those are among his best games about, among, about his best games of over his last five, but pretty decent on his other ones. I'm not going to get into that now, but... Again, not much to say. Just pick him up. Next, like next is Miles Bridges. As I said, with Cody Zeller, if Andre Drummond gets traded to the Hornets, 
Uh, we'll see about his value, but for now he's playing pretty good. If you need someone, uh, if you need someone at the start, then he could be good. But if your lineup is healthy and all, then he can be kept on his on your bench or as a trade piece until you need him. But or if he starts playing good, but you he's he's not shown enough consistency. He's had a lot of double doubles, but. Just a bit more consistency would be really nice, and if he if he finds that, then then you can then you can start him. TJ next is TJ McConnell with with it's this is definitely a temporary pickup with TJ Warren and Karis Levert out. TJ McConnell is a really skilled player, but once once Karis Levert and TJ Warren come back, then that then drop him right away. You don't need him, but if you need assists and steals, then pick him up. Otherwise, he isn't the best. <clears throat> this one, um, I'm not really sure how to pronounce the name. I think it's Deshaun Tate. You might not know who it is, but he's actually been playing surprisingly good lately. I mean, the Rockets are kind of kind of lost in, in all the players, but he's had decent numbers. Last few games, he's had 18 points, six, six rebounds, four assists, two steals, and then 19 points, six rebounds, four assists, three steals. And he's been shooting. His his shooting percentages is usually over over 50%. So if you need better shooting, then if you need good shooting percentages, some nice points, some nice rebounds, um, possibly some, definitely some steals and possibly some assists. Usually, sometimes, then, then he's he's, then he's your guy. It's only a keep an eye on because he he's only kept up good numbers through multiple games. But once, but if he if he can get consistent, just keep an eye on him. Uh, make sure to check him at time to time, and if he if he continues this through three, four games, or f- even five games maybe, then pick him up. And last one is Marcus Moore Sr. Lately, he's been on fire scoring 20, 23, and then 32. His rebounds are pretty good, although he's averaging under one assist. His shooting percentages are usually over 50. When he scored 32, his field goal percentage was 73, and he only played 26 minutes. He also provides a huge number of three-pointers. If he can keep his scoring, rebounding, and field goal percentages up, then he is a must-start. Next up, we have five places Andre Drummond could get traded to. So let's get straight into the segment right away. Number one is the Toronto Raptors. The Raptors are not are the only team to have expressed interest in Drummond so far, but there is no version of a trade that doesn't involve the Raptors giving up present value. Assuming the Toronto's young trio of Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam, and OG Ananobi are not getting traded, they would have to trade several role players to get to Drummond's level, like Norman Powell and Chris Boucher. This trade could work out for both sides, but remember, this is only a trade rumor. Next up, I have already said this one, is the Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte tried to sign Montrose Harrell, but didn't close out the deal. And now, their front court is kind of a mess with 6'7", P.J. Washington, at center playing big minutes. 
which is not working out for their defense. Andre Drummond is not at the defensive level of Rudy Gobert, but can still defend and offer stability, which, which the Hornets lack. If this trade were to happen, then the most likely players to get traded from Charlotte's side would be Malik, Bunk and Ma- Malik Monk and Bismack Biembo. Uh, I think I pronounced that right, really. I'm not entirely sure. If this trade happens, then Cody Zeller and Miles Bridges, as I said, who were both on my waiver wire pickup list, would pretty much lose a lot of value and would be downhill from there from there for a fantasy for a fantasy standpoint. Andre Drummond would fit this team well, though if this trade would Andre Drummond would fit this team well though if this trade were to happen. Number three is the New York Knicks. And just FYI, uh, I don't I don't really think that I don't so these these are not teams like number one, number three as the New York Knicks and blah blah blah. That's not um all that that's not ranking like what the probability is. That's just uh that's just the order I put them in. So number three, the New York Knicks. The Knicks have two major advantages if they want to acquire Drummond. Number one is their frugality. They have $17 million in cap space, and they could use it to get Drummond. Number two is timing. Mitchell Robinson fractured his hand on Monday, so the Knicks could view this as a one-month move. Acquire Drummond, start him until Robinson recovers, then flip him at the deadline to another interested team if he isn't comfortable being Robinson's back backup afterward, which I bet would be the case. Is this particularly likely? No. Short-term rentals aren't frequent in the NBA, but it's an option the Knicks could consider. And few other teams have that flexibility. Excuse me. Number four is the Dallas Mavericks. They have been playing better lately, but are still at number 10 in the West and could use a short-term upgrade. Adding another big man seems like a weird move with Chris Stapps Porzingis dominating, but they are ranked 24th in rebound rate, and signing Drummond would help keep Porzingis healthy as he has shown to be injury-prone at times. And Luka Doncic won't say no to another lob threat. Possible Possible players coming from Dallas' side, Dallas's side would be James Johnson with his expiring salary and Dwight Powell. Dallas could view this as both as both a short-term upgrade and a long, long-term cap dump. And the last one is the Miami Heat. This is this is exactly the move the Heat don't make. Miami doesn't mortgage long-term assets for short-term bandages. The Heat are the near the bottom of the league in rebounding and paint scoring, and with Drummond's and with Drummond is almost guaranteeing that those numbers go up. Even though they already have Bama DeBio, having Andre Drummond on your team can't really hurt, and could help them defend against big teams like the Lakers. Possible players coming from the Heat side could include Kelly Olynyk and Myers Leonard. On Drummond has been Drummond's playing style is definitely different than the Heat's. But the Heat also are pretty bad this season and can't and they can't keep playing how they are now. So Drummond is a possibility. This trade isn't one the Heat would subscribe to, but it exists. And one more thing before I close out this episode, Andre Drummond trade being traded has boosted um Jared Allen's Jared Allen's fantasy fantasy production up way high. At the moment, at the moment, um, like when he started, the Cavs named him the the starting center, and 
this is kind of the way it went. He was having seven and nine and thirteen and four, and then two and seven, fourteen and five, and then he gets, and then he's, and then um, Andre Drummond is getting traded, and he gets eighteen and ten, twenty-two and six, fifteen and ten, thirteen and four, thirteen and fourteen, and blocks in most of those games. So that's so that's a must start, like. Do the like this week. Once you get them, once once it's Monday or on Sunday, at or anytime now, even while you're listening now, edit your weekly lineup, put it Jared Allen in if you have him in your league, and let it ride out. I mean, there's not much else to say. He's just he's a great center, and starting for him, especially on the Cavaliers, where I mean. They're they're kind of lacking big men. I mean Kevin Love, but he's injured, and then Larry Nance Jr. also injured. So that's a must start, and that's going to be a wrap up for the day. Um, I'll see you next week with another with another um with another episode. And I'm very sorry I couldn't get you this episode sooner. My power went out. And I wasn't, and I wasn't able to prepare or or record. So now this episode is coming to an end. I'll see you next week, and bye.